PR Pro Cannabis Media. So you want to get in the cannabis industry? Well, imagine you've procured a location in Massachusetts and a cherished host community agreement for a dispensary in the Bay State. Now you've applied for your license and they need a certificate of insurance, but no one wants to insure your company. Where do you go? Well, more and more insurers are finding their way into the cannabis business through Charles River Insurance. And Bill Perrier and Jerry Kennedy sit down with me, Jimmy Young, on In the Weeds next. This podcast is supported by Revolutionary Clinics in three locations now in Massachusetts, two in Cambridge, one in Fresh Pond, and one on Mass Ave in Central Square, and one on Broadway in Somerville. Revolutionary Clinics, where the patient comes first. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. This podcast, of course, is available on our social media channels on YouTube and on Facebook, as well as all of your favorite podcasting networks. That would be your iTunes, your Spotify, etc., etc. Now, joining me in studio are two gentlemen from the Charles River Insurance Group, Jerry Kennedy and Bill Perrier. Bill and Jerry, thank you so much for coming into our our office studio here at Pro Cannabis Media. Thanks Thank for having us. us. Thank you very much. Uh, I've also enjoyed your banter already, and I know this is going to be a fun interview, but the first question, it's kind of serious. Jerry, we're going to ask you, how did you get into the cannabis insurance world? Well, um, we had worked with a, a gentleman out of Nashville, a um, very good friend of mine, Kramer Hendricks. He had had a vision to start a, a group called Safer, and there was a he had a passion for it because it's uh, fixing a lot of problems and what we clearly saw was a critical path not only to, to provide insurance but also to provide possible solutions because the data that's coming out of the cannabis industry goes far beyond what we do for insurance. Um, part of our passion that came from that with Kramer, we had kind of hooked up and chatted about where we saw cannabis was going. He didn't realize I had had a head injury and the use of the CBD products, which came from the hemp-based products. Um, actually have been presenting as, as an opportunity to get over TBI, PTSD issues that come with a severe head injury. And all my good friends here in Boston said I should have hit my head sooner because they like me a lot more now, so that's another matter. <laughs> that's why they're good friends. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, um, so we went down this path and uh, we, a couple of years ago, met in Cincinnati and uh, it's kind of wearing our, our Cincinnati gear today. That's your Miami yeah, Red Hawks yeah, gear. Yeah, got my gear. Where you fly into Cincinnati and then drive to yeah. Oxford, Ohio. <laughs> and if anybody's never been to Oxford, Ohio, don't. <laughs> Unless you like Unless corn. Unless you're at the Miami University. Unless you campus. like corn. That's right. So, Unless you're a corn guy. Um, so, we, uh, so anyway, so we met in Cincinnati and we really strategized a process. And we actually came back here to Boston and we started interviewing some of our own clients. The unique thing about uh, cannabis is that there is such an innovative group of people because there was no baseline for the business. Nobody had the, 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 the magic sauce. Right. So you had plumbers, you had insurance people, you had doctors, you had all these people become an amalgam, people going to get a license. But one of, the th one of the holes in the donut was able to access insurance because without insurance, which is the DNA of business, right. without it, you don't open your doors. Right. So we decided to do this, and we started with a very, very basic program, and now we're one of the premier programs globally. So uh, we represent that program here in New England. Uh, there are very few people that do it. 
Um, there are other carriers out there, but we, as we like to say, party with a purpose. Right. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> say no, party with a purpose. Is that is that trademark? It will be. It will be by three o'clock today. I freaking love that. Okay, I love that. And and since Bill's the one who actually made the contact. Um, what have you found to be the biggest challenge in the cannabis insurance space? Sure. Letting people know that it's not a get-rich-quick scheme, mm -hmm. far from it. It's right. not the gold rush of the old days. It, right. it takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of ups and downs, and a lot of money. A lot of money to Just get involved. Just to get started. Just to even get dip your foot in the, in the pond or in, in the lake. Just to, you know. So that's right. Then the second part of that is educating people. Because I get calls all the time when people say they're Mr. Smith, Mrs. Jones, and wherever, and they want a quote. Just give me a quote. And I, you just start cracking up and falling off your chair because that's not how insurance, you know, maybe if you have a, a French fry cart somewhere, yeah, maybe I could do that. But this, you don't sell insurance like that. And we don't sell insurance, by the way. We do risk transfer and risk mitigation. We don't really sell insurance policies. Gotcha. Risk transfer, risk mitigation. Right. And that's why I talked to you about the National Cannabis Risk Management Association mm -hmm. because... Rocco Petrilli is the chairman of the board there. He's a good friend of ours, and we definitely would like to introduce you guys. To yeah, they're, they're a very well-known organization. Yeah. We, we, have a lot, we have a lot of appreciation for them. There you go. Well, Rocco has not been to this side of the studio. He's been to the other one, which was the original In the Weed studio uh, across the hall. It's a, you do not need to know about that. But All right. Let's we'll just, take your word for let's it. Just, let's get into uh, more topics about, you, you mentioned underlying anything having to do with cannabis is the stigma involved with this particular mm -hmm. natural yeah. plant, you know? Yep. Um, biggest battle you have, I'm guessing. It is, it is. And we're seeing it more now from the people that service the industry. You know, the guys that go and do the HVAC, the electricians, the sprinkler systems, maybe they're a neighborhood type vendor and someone says, oh, you're working with the cannabis guy? I don't know if I want you working on my house anymore. When it's just an honest living, there's nothing illegal about it, nothing wrong. And it's, it's kind of sad, actually. Right. And, <laughs> and what's sad, and I'm going to throw this out there, is no one is funding or producing a public service campaign on behalf of the industry. You don't, any news you get in media about cannabis is negative, mistakes, this happened, that happened, they didn't do this, they didn't do that, as opposed to... Do you know how many people I've met that have said cannabis has saved my life or cannabis has changed my life? Many. I mean, you guys meet them, right? Every day. We do. Yeah. Every day. Isn't it? Again, you can hear some frustration because I have a passion for this and it's something Clearly. that I've been waving the flag for as soon as I got my medical card because I wanted to get information. I wanted to learn more about the plant, you know, and finding out that there are other ways to titrate, there are other ways to partake other than just rolling up a joint and smoking the joint. Mm -hmm. You can do uh, tinctures and you can do edibles. And um, I actually have some CBD medic stuff on me, you know, Rob Gronkowski's guy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just, I'd like to throw in as many plugs as I possibly can on my show. If <laughs> I can capture what you said a little bit here, yeah, um, you do. know, with the endocannabinoid system in our body, there's 20 points, right. 20,000 points right. in the body that has receptors. We firmly believe data has mass and the data hasn't even been contrived yet. We're in the actuary business. This is what we do. We gather data. Mm -hmm. Remember I said party with a purpose. It's a little funny, but it actually has some merit. Right. So what happens is we're trying to do this right now by the aggregation of our data business. We're trying to get the information. We're so busy actually pulling people together who have 
ideas and execution skills that they would have never have met had they not gone through our program. There is no way they're going to meet because we're in a very unique spot. We're literally meeting everybody. I don't have to go to a trade show to meet everybody because I'm meeting 365 days a year with guys like Bill. You know, I've got Michael Denault. I've got other people back at the office and we've got offices all over New England. Um, but the data is the game. Right. And that is, that's the part that I probably had the most pride in when I got involved. It was eye-opening. We have major medical institutions actually doing this. They're on their own. Harvard just opened up the book on CBD. It's getting there, but I think it's, it, we're, we're still at the ground floor. And Massachusetts has really done, and I, I'm on record of saying this, a really great job of retarding the growth of the industry. <laughs> okay? How's that for a spin on it, words, right? Because Governor Baker made it very clear to everybody, this isn't going to just be, you know, sign up and get a license. It's going to take time. And, you, and again, you need a million bucks almost to get the damn thing started, right? More than that. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, that's why Caroline's from Experts is such a great story. Do you know about Caroline? They're, they're our client. They're our client. Going out the And she is such a great story, yeah. too. Right. So yeah. I know you want to say something. I want to say something about the local governments. We're running yeah. into this a lot where we're meeting young entrepreneurs that are dotting all the I's, crossing all the T's, going through the system, and then they go to present to get some sort of licensing, where provisional or an HCA, host community agreement. And we hear things like, believe it or not, oh, I know it's been a month, but our lawyer never got around to reading it. Can you come back in two months? And this guy's got mouths to feed and people to employ and everything else. And it's, um, they don't really have any, they're not empowered to say, well, you know, no, I need it, I need it today. Right. We're, we're seeing this all over the place. So it's something that needs to be Well, addressed. there are people like that, but I, we, to, to, to defend some of these great cities and towns, they, they actually have been proactive. We go to the meetings. Right. We That's meet true. the mayors. And they ask us questions because, to, to tell you, they, they don't know what they don't know yet. The really good cities and towns, Fitchburg's done a great job. Um, we've That's got what Rev Clinics has there. Mm -hmm. Fitchburg, Oxbridge has done a great job. Yeah. Uh, even Holliston, uh, they've, they've been receptive. And what happens is there are a lot of people with, that are probably more open-minded to this thing. And what's happening, and I think those cities and towns that really knew the old legacy, the entrepreneurial edge of the, of the towns, and if you look at them, there are a lot of the old mill towns, Holyoke, Brockton, right. Fitchburg, Lawrence. Right. Not, well, Lawrence has, has a major drug issue, and that might be the reputational risk, but the data is absolutely critical to get to these people, so maybe way, there is a way out of the opioid crisis. I do believe that, by the way. That cannabis is an uh, Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Because you've gone through pain yes. management, yes. Um, and I too have dealt with pain my yes. whole life. I swear I used to be an athlete a long time ago, though, guys. You know, this is what happens when you get older. You have a lot of experience. So you chase park cars too? I did. <laughs> I parked the cars. Okay, I, have, I parked the cars. I did ball game parking back in the day when my family's business, M Brown Office Furniture, was around on Brookline Ave. Mm -hmm. uh, I used to sleep in cars. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Things on purpose, so you can do it in a car. I, you know. No, no, no. By myself, it depends what happened earlier in the night. Oh, I you know, see what uh, you're saying. Yeah, I see yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, you, you talk about data. Hmm. You know, is there a specific um, uh, type of data that is so valuable? Because everybody on the back end, you know, they talk about how media delivers eyeballs reach and frequency and all this stuff, right? That's the audience, that's the, that's the uh, product of media and everything's based on the cost per thousand. Mm -hmm. But it isn't so much getting the messages in front of people anymore, it's finding out who those people are on the back end. The well, uh, is they, that well, the same kind of thing? 
All right, let's just talk about use cases, all yeah. right? That's the unknown. So why do you use the product? There's no aggregation. There's no sense of preclinical trial that's been set up in the industry, which needs to be done. There are a lot of great people out there who are data-centric. I know several. I could be all day just on that subject matter. Mm -hmm. So what ends up happening is now they're grabbing the data and they're trying to grab it with a purpose, but the one thing they're doing in this industry better than anyone, including the big name brands, media companies, will leave them, uh, leave them out. But if they get the data on a bilateral basis. They're putting QR codes on the vials and the bottles and the tinctures, the cans, the, the, the edibles. They're there. Right. Well, that's where the SDS sheets reside. But what happens is now because of the QR codes are on there, they're informing the client. But what they're trying to do is create a bilateral relationship because it is a very, very parochial uh, class of client because it's very personal when you buy these, buy these things. You're not feeling good. You want to get better. Right. So what they're doing, and I've seen this already across the country, is where they're taking that data and they're creating a bilateral relationship through just a simple text act. Okay, I see you just hit our QR code, and now wait a minute, why are you using it? Well, that's a pre that's setting for a clinical trial. Are you using for Lyme disease? Are you using it for uh, um, pain management, pain management anxiety? Go, well, we could go out all the day. Um, but what, epilepsy too. Epilepsy, and that's a, that's 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 already that is actually yeah. that's hit the, that with the benchmark. Right. So with the advent, if the media could catch up, even the FDA itself is starting to catch on. Right. They're actually, they know that they're not, they're going to let this CBD thing, the hemp-based product, play out. Then the corollaries that come out of this, because data has mass, it changes outcomes. Mm -hmm. And we're, gonna, we're, we're there. And I'm telling you right now, this company is completely committed. Charles River is all about that. So when we interact with the client, we're, we're going through an interview. We're not going through an insurance application. That interview tells us, and then we go back, we, we, work, we work with the client, not day one and day 365, because that's how the industry's always worked. You see them in new and renewing, you never see the guy in between. We're with you every day. We're inside your P&L, trying to help you get better, because we're talking to the guy over there. This is the most unique business. It's almost like the software business, where, right when it started, the time in 1975, when Steve Jobs was still working in the garage. Right. If the media does not understand this, they're missing out completely on one of the greatest things ever been happening. Hence the reason why I started my podcast. Roger that. You know, <laughs> because I'm like, I want to meet guys like you and the doctors and the nurses and the patients and the veterans who rave about getting off the opioids. I'm sure you know Stephen Mandilli. He's the selectman and, and expert. He's a great story. Great guy. But I, 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 you mentioned the veterans. Right. You know, my son's in. Yep. Uh, they can't use the stuff, you know, because they have to pee in a cup. They can't even use CBD. I know that. Right. Yeah. So, but again, in order to facilitate, you know, the next greatest generation, which, you know, could be ahead of us. Right. Let's do something about this. So you got these young, these, the millennials are out there who are actually more in tune with what's going on with regard to what I would call, you know, history. See, there, you know, we had the Native Americans here. They already knew this stuff. We kind of, we kind of screwed it up over the last 400 years. By the way, this year's the 400th year since the first connection to the natives. That's right. To the, yes. That's right. Plymouth Rock and all. 1620. That, that is That's correct. That's right. So it isn't a bit ironic here in Massachusetts when we have Massasoit on our state flag, and and we're trying to we're bringing back a 10,000-year history with, with a product called hemp. They already knew about this. We're relearning it. Don't you think that the Native Americans greeted those guys on that Mayflower with a peace pipe? No, I think I think they. I, <laughs> I hope I, they did. I, I, mean, I think <laughs> they probably had the same shock that they had. They were shocking out who are these guys, right? You know, where they come from? Yeah, but you know what? 
I, I'm very close with some of the native tribes here in Massachusetts, yeah. and believe me, they're here. Yeah. They're very ingrained in this. Good. And, uh, and because you, if there is a time to give back to those who have been most impacted on the war on drugs that failed, mm -hmm. this is the time, and the Native Americans and anybody of color certainly has been um, vilified and picked on and, you know, it, it's I, I, think I feel even, so bad. I think the, bigger, the better word is indigenous. Yeah. They were here before us. They were. Oh, God. The, the Natives. Oh, my God. Native Americans. Absolutely. If, I don't mean to get heady on you. I had a conversation. You can get heady. It's I had a conversation. It's going to go over my heady. But. <laughs> no, it won't. No, it won't. If you look at who was here when, when they did, when the first contact was made, okay? Yeah. And then, unfortunately, you know, there was a viral issue where, where they didn't have the immune system to to do it so we literally changed the order of the way the world could have gone mm -hmm. by all these people not not by there was there's a lot of bad things that happened but the human condition and the, and the and immune systems took these people out we never got the chance to ask them and what we never did is get the chance to, we never took the courtesy to ask them slow down everybody it's the 400th year it's an anniversary of really not getting it right maybe you just want to shut up and listen but cannabis is a gateway, and if you look at any any uh, cannabinoid or any, um, in, there's there's so much data that's in that plant, right? And the you know the and government they're just scratching the surface, now. not even close, right? Thank God for Israel, by the way, because they kind of led the way um, in the science and research on this, and they're leading the way in coronavirus, just so you know. Oh, long story. Yeah. We'll yeah. Hey, can I jump in real quick? Absolutely, please do. Because yeah. you know this is the Jerry Kennedy show at this point. No, no. Hey, he's the man. He's I the man. He's I understand. I uh, understand. No, I want to say just uh, touch on one thing you had mentioned. We mm -hmm. go meet people. It is an interview. Yeah. When we travel. We don't do phone work, uh, video conferencing. Those things are great, but we go to the place. We meet in you know, restaurants, people's houses, everywhere. But we want to let people know that we're getting into a relationship. And again, you, you, again it's, not, it's not that one in 365 thing that Jerry mentioned. We're getting into a relationship. But when people start saying, well, I don't think I'm going to call somebody else because they have a lower product, lower price product. And you know, we just have to say, I guess this isn't for you. Because you, you really can't put a dollar, I mean, you can and you can't put a dollar figure on it. Mm -hmm. And they really need to be almost handheld. Some of the younger entrepreneurs, I'm not going to paint everybody with the same brush, but some of the younger yeah. folks really need to be handheld and like, we don't, you know, we're not we're billable hours. You know, we go, we really go, go hands on with these guys. I want to make sure people know that they're thinking of getting in the game and before they pick up the phone or email somebody that we're the guys really to at least start with. And, so, and it makes sense because everybody yeah. needs a certificate of insurance just to kind of register yeah. the business. Yeah. You know, unless you do it kind of under the table, which is, we're just trying to figure it out as we go along here at Pro Cannabis Media. You know, Absolutely. I'm talking to as many people as I possibly can yeah. and learning along <coughs> the way. Um, should we explain why you're wearing the Miami Red Hawks stuff? I mean, I think we have to explain well, that. Well, exactly how well, much man. how much well, tuition did you drop at, uh, <laughs> in Oxford, Ohio? <laughs> All of it. <laughs> um, By the way, a great school, and the, everybody that's comes out that comes out of there loved it. Yeah, agreed. I uh, my son went there. Um, he is a veteran. He's a, he's in the Air Force, courtesy of that school, ROTC program. Um, I happen to have the gear on today. The irony being is you had family there as well, That's so right. it made for a good start of the That's interview. Right. That's so. right. But I was going to say, I actually have a Miami And we went to the same closet. graduation. Oh, that's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We saw the same, mm -hmm. the worst commencement worst speech commencement. of all time. time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so obviously that uh, that's why you get the Miami stuff on mm. that because people are like, why is he sitting there with a Miami? Stuff? Now we now people mm -hmm. now know. Um, what do you think we're gonna? Where do you think we're going to be in five years? 
because obviously a lot is going to be predicated on what happens in November in Washington, D.C. No question. We, we, everybody gets that. That's a history-changing election as far as I'm concerned. At many levels. At many, yeah. many levels, 100%. Um, so there's got to be two scenarios, but that's why I make it five years out, because no matter what, at some point, thanks to term limits at the presidency, you know, he can only be there for another four years. That we all can say with certainty, right? Right. And there's certainly ways to perhaps not allow that to happen, but that's the election process. Um, do you see, uh, can you look into your crystal ball and see what the new normal might be like? I mean, you guys are really in the trenches. You're dealing with people all the mm -hmm. time. You know, you're dealing with people that still feel that stigma, still living with reefer oh. madness. Yeah, yeah, great movie, yeah. by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. One prediction I'm going to make, and I think it just came out here in Massachusetts, are uh, beverages, THC-infused beverages. I know there's one out there, I believe, now in the area, I, I believe. Oh, CBD-infused. Oh, sorry, CBD-infused. Yeah. Well, there's both. No, there's, th there's, there's THC. There's THC yeah. in California. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I interviewed a guy, yeah. uh, I, Warren Bobro, right. who was into, um, introducing Klaus mm -hmm. in California, which is a THC-based mm -hmm. product. I think we're going to see the portability of it, and I don't mean by taking an edible and walking down the street. I mean, you, people in the morning have their coffee cups everywhere, right? Dunkin' right. Donuts, whatever. I think you're going to see people with some sort of drink or portability that's easy to carry, easy to consume. Um, that's that's where I'm going with it, the portability factor in the in the form of a liquid. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the reasons I think most of our um, the people out there that are fighting this thing is they actually have to do research and learn about this product and see the interaction you have in your right. Yeah. It, it's a lazy way out for adults to have another product that they now have to learn about, hopefully, before they ingest it and use it responsibly. I do kind of preach this stuff because uh, it's an adult product. I mean, imagine in 1937, they kept alcohol illegal and they allowed this medicine to continue to be given out to humans because after all, for thousands of years, it was that magic elixir, that, right? Yeah. We took that out of our immune systems and out mammals did. Mm -hmm. I've talked to a lot of oncologists about this and mm -hmm. cannabis experts. Mm -hmm. I said, guys, what if they never did this? Tipping would, point. Would we not have, right, do you think we'd have the cancer that we've had over the last no. three generations? Yep. No, we wouldn't, because our immune system would have fought it off. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes sense, so, doesn't so, it, guys? And by so, the way, neither one of us is an MD, no. but right. I've talked to some MDs. Well, it's it, interesting what, what you're, you're, you're pointing to as far as the five-year thing. It's really, you know, um, you know I'm, I'm 54 years old. Um, we, we, I was, we, I didn't do anything with cannabis. I, I don't want to take anything I don't need, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but what's happening is we're getting older, yeah. and the aches and pains that our parents told them were going to come and they groaned about are hitting us now. And all of a sudden, you know, we still like to play basketball. We still like to go play hockey, but all of a sudden there's a remedy, and there always was. Right. It just wasn't allowed to be used. You know, I, I've seen products that are going. You know, we have one that, that's on a roll-on. You put it on just like you put it on red card. But it's CBD-based products. Right. And when, if someone can get to work and be better, they're a better person when they're not in pain. And that's good for the world. 100%. I can well, almost, I, you're looking at one. I, when I am not in pain, I am a much nicer well, human I can, to live with. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I had been in the medical world with my, my head injury 10 years ago. And, you know, they were going to give me the opioids ad nauseum and I wouldn't touch them. 
Yeah. I just knew That's that I, I knew that while well, the insurance industry is actually writing all the checks for this because these people are getting sports injuries and becoming addicted and now they're staying on workers' comp. Right. So we do have a financial interest in fixing this problem, which is kind of ironic moving into the insurance lane. Right. Wouldn't it make sense if the insurance industry solved their own problems because right now they're funding their own losses? Right. Well, you know, it's that Western medicine. It's that we, we, they got to stop medicine, we go after the symptoms. They got to stop doing that. We it's go after the, the symptoms instead of healing and balancing the body. And if you yeah. talk to anybody in integrated medicine, Dr. Ryan Zacklin, I love to drop his name around, uh, from Salem, he's all about this. And he totally understands how the body interacts with the various. They, they got to stop calling it Western medicine. It's medicine. We're all the same human genome. It, it's got to stop. And because when I had, okay. I, I so had, when I, I see Western medicine yeah. adopt a more holistic approach, and they're starting to, it's they're we, starting to. It's Western money. That's all it is. Ah, it's that almighty dollar. Follow the money. We're gonna follow the money. Yeah, 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 how many yeah, times? How many commercials do you guys sit through on sporting events? for the various drugs that are out there. Right? And what? And too many. Right. Yeah. And years ago that was illegal and why did it be, it was illegal for a reason because you really didn't need it. And it's driving up the cost for the, for the medications. 100%. I mean, so that, that's, those are advertising dollars that pay for that, for that ad. They had to go through the, the people that really need them are, are being compromised. If they really want to do something great, take the ads off and use that money to give to, in, to people. It'd be a very simple thing to do. But they won't do that. No, they won't because we're a capitalist society. And but this is... Bill started off saying, yeah. it's not a money grab. There, there's still that myth out there that I'm going to get in the cannabis industry and I'm going to make gazillions of dollars. Yeah. Good luck with that. Good luck. Yeah, it, it's not going to be that easy for people. That's yeah. why um, I think some of the early investing money has now dried up and they're like, oh, wow, this isn't going to happen as quickly as we thought. But the people who are still here and still pursuing are, are coming around. It's... It's as much about the product and the, and the top line growth, but it's also about the data because there is a residual value to the data. That's what a clinical trial is. Big Pharma is not in this thing because they have barriers to entry. And it's actually been a bit of a blessing because the innovators are here right now and they're, and they're flourishing. We love them. They're great people, man. We really love talking to them. And you want to give an example of plug for somebody? Or, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm, you know, I didn't plan on doing that, but I, we, I just met two gentlemen um, recently, you, your friend Chad, um, they have got the formulations. Uh, I've got I got guys right now getting a provisional. Just Incredibles out in uh, Covington, Massachusetts. Two guys of color, just smart as they come. They could be on Wall Street. I mean, they're just smart, and but they're such a pleasure to talk to. You know, we just did we did the interviews we call it. With yeah. the, with, you know, it's not an application. So we did that with yeah. them, Mike with Michael Denault, one of our other star guys. Yep. Um, we went out there, but we were, he, the, the amount of information that we got from them, just, the, just being courteous there. These guys are in a trailer in the middle of a field. Yeah. They could be in a Wall Street penthouse. Yeah, with no they, heat. Dude, there's less than no heat. Trust me on that. And they're building and bootstrapping this. This yeah. is really the truest entrepreneurship. We, I have never had so much fun ever putting insurance policy together to help someone out. You've done it. Yeah, I know. I know. The places we go, I think there's a book maybe that called The Places You'll Go or whatever. Right. But um, I want to shift gears just for a, a minute because you had mentioned, I think, before we came on air that you did me talk about one of our experiences with, uh, with I marijuana. I said, everybody has yeah. a cannabis story I've shared yeah. by many times. And I ask people, are you yeah. comfortable telling sure me a cannabis am. story? Yeah, so my story is a kind of a newer one. I still go to a lot of live music. I follow The Grateful Dead, the guys from The Grateful Dead that are still around. And come right. I partied with Bill Kreutzmann. Yeah, the drummer. Great. Right. Okay, just saying. And I used to go to these shows, and it's you know, <laughs> ten bucks a beer, have ten beers, right? Taking an Uber home or getting a ride, being responsible. But that's a hundred bucks just on beer. 
So about a year ago, I started dabbling with edibles. You know, it's like 30, 40 bucks for a package of them. You only need a couple and you got a, you got a great feeling for the night and it's a lot cheaper and uh, you don't, you're not hung over the next day. No, and when you take a sip of a beer or a sip of a drink and you have THC in your system, it's eight times the buzz. Yeah, eight it is. Eight yeah. times the buzz. And that yeah. is a doctor quoting. I'm, I'm going to quote Jordan Tischler. I give him credit. I've learned so much from these most yeah. intelligent people I meet, are these doctors and nurses and the chemists, yeah. the chief science officers of the testing labs. Have you yes, ever? Yes, I've met them. Yeah, yes, do, yeah. you know uh, the CDX group? Yep, right? yep, so excellent. You know who I'm talking about? Yep. Cat, Brianna Cassidy. Yep. She's amazing. There's a, there's a group here in Framingham. There's the MCR. The MCR, yeah. great yeah. group. They've, you know, they're, that's my, that that's what's great. You know, you're sitting here meeting these geniuses and they're the ones that aggregate the data the formulas haven't even been formulated yet right and, like, and if the media would just follow the ball on just one of these guys from cradle to grave it would be one of the greatest documentaries and we have them right here in our backyard it's a blessing could be a movie could oh it movie. is a movie it, it, it <laughs> will be a movie the good news is all my interviews are actually stored mm -hmm. and we have them mm -hmm. and you know i feel like i am documenting a historic Time. There's no question you are, and it's and it's fascinating to be part of it. Mm -hmm. It really, it really is, um, guys. I just want to thank you for, uh, thank for you. coming in. I think I know that once the record button gets turned off, uh, there'll be some really other good stories that we'll have. But I just want to make sure you understand that we will hit that record button off. In, in just a few minutes. Is that okay? Yeah, that's, that's fine. Because we really didn't even talk about sports either. Well, well let me leave you with one. And you would okay. say this, we're in the land of insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the, the irony of everything. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about this this morning. So we were recently at, a, at an event, uh, a very heavy insurance event. And, and, the, and believe me, the financial people are taking a great eye to this. They, how, do we, how do we get involved in this? Right. Yeah. The term that was being bantied around is reputational risk. That's the actual the yeah. little cool buzzword, buzzword in our yeah. world. So, yeah. so are you going to go this side or that side of the reputational risk? But they want to ease into it. So I was there and Michael Denault was on a very big panel event. There was a law firm. There was a big representation of an association of the insurance company and our guy Michael. Mm -hmm. He starts to take them in down much. He would be very comfortable in this scenario. Takes them down the path and I couldn't resist. I was the heckler in the back of the room. And we have there all the CPAs, all the lawyers, all the insurance guys, um, everybody that was pretty significant in the city of Boston that really wanted to get a taste of this. And they were realizing, ah, well, you know, we can't get involved in this. And of course, here comes the heckler. And I go in the back of the room. I, I, I knew pretty much everybody in the room. And I said, you're already in the business. There are, now they spun around. I'm in the back wall. And they say, uh, well, what do you mean? I said, for all you insurance people out here, you got a vape store, okay? You're insuring that thing. During the course of the one to 365, during the course of the year, you didn't know they'd convert it into a dispensary. That was cannabis dollars, folks. That those cannabis dollars went to the landlord. I said, do every one of you insure strip malls in here? Yes. So where do you think that money was sourced? I said, you're already in the business. Don't be so arrogant that you're not already in it. How did that go over in there? Actually went over quite well. It went over quite well because they were like, that was almost a relief to them. Right. Because they desperately want to get involved. Right. So I said, look, if you, if you really want to get in this game, walk into it incrementally. You can do it through LRO. If you think you've got a reputational risk, just back up. No one's going to fault you for it. But you're already in it. Why would you go backwards? Right. So we literally, at the end of that conference, our, our team was outside the door. We were bombarded 
by the intelligentsia that just find it that's there. They've been avoiding it long, and mm -mm. so it, they have to rethink like yeah. what's going on. So that that's an actual live case. This actually happened. There you go. I love that, and I and that is another piece of history, if you will, mm -hmm. that is moving this forward towards the new normal. And hopefully, all, everybody in this room will live to see the day and, and okay. celebrate that because I think we are getting closer and closer. And I know the people that do watch the podcast that I produce and do the interviews because uh, I get good feedback from them. And we're just going to continue to have these kind of conversations because, as I say all the time at the end of my little podcast, it's a whole new world of weed out there. Oh. <laughs> right? Make sure we all use it responsibly. Though, yeah, right? like anything else. So for Jerry Kennedy and Bill Perrier from Charles River Insurance, I'm your host of In the Weeds, Jimmy Young. For Dan French, have a good next day because that's what it's all about. We are Pro Cannabis Media.